Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. You know, uh, let me just say I, I love our church and all we do. I need to clarify something, and that is I, I really... I really don't hate cats, okay? <laughs> Can I just say that? My daughter calls me this week, and she says, Dad, is that picture of you with those cats on Facebook or that cat? She goes, you know, you get close to 200 comments on that thing. And I don't even want to know. I don't have Facebook. I don't even want to know what anybody said, but I know it wasn't good. So, anyways, uh, they're okay. All right, how's that? So... Oh, man. Anyway, so, you know, we're looking to look at God's Word. I want you to really keep praying, though, about uh, our special anniversary Sunday. It will be coming up in a couple weeks. And that offering that we'll be taking will be uh, going towards our new building, which we're excited about. You've seen the, the pictures out front how the Lord miraculously provided for that, and it's really exciting time for us before we know it will be in there. And, uh, and the Lord is just so good. So anyways, let's pray. Father, we are just so grateful. Lord, as I was praying early this morning or with the pastors in the back, Lord, how you've provided this place uh, here at Tadmore all these years, Lord, no matter what the weather is, no matter what's been taking place at these doors that we've been able to come through, and to meet as a fellowship of believers to worship you on the first day of the week when you rose from the grave. Father, as we look to your word, we know you're coming back, and the times that we're living in, we just, it's hard to believe and grasp, but we know we always have hope in you. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to look at the Lord's word today, and the message is, where are we headed? Where are we headed in, in, in life and in society, and most of all, as a believer? But we're going to look at Second Thessalonians. If you didn't realize, that book, that book in the Bible was written because First Thessalonians was written to encourage the church that Jesus was coming back, but there was so much hearsay in society and all the things that were taking place, they didn't think it was true. So they had, the, the apostle had to turn around and write another book to them. It's kind of where we're at in our society today. You know, I don't, I don't know how to say this, but I picked the, the news up or you pick it up whether it's on uh, the internet or whether it's on your television or XM radio or radio or whatever it might be, but I'm amazed some of the things and I share with you before, I hope that I can be an information portal to you to let you know what's going on in some of the things in our society that we incorporate with God's word to show us where we're at. Never ceases to amaze me but this week, our administration gave, how can I say this, the Woman of the Year Award, you didn't see that, to a man. Now, you say, Dallas, I don't understand that. 
a transgender person, a woman of the year award was given to a man who says he's a woman. And I'm thinking, what? I mean, I, I couldn't believe, and I'm thinking, what about all the, the women police officers who've put themselves on the line? First, what about the women in the military or some women that are fighter pilots? What, what about those women? Then on top of, where are all the feminists at? Well, why aren't they making a big deal? I, 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 was, I was reading this, and I'm like, and listening to other news about it, I go, I, I don't actually believe what I'm hearing and reading. But this is the world that, that we're living in today. Let me give you another example. There's a young man in Canada. Uh, I think I have his name here. Uh, I don't know if I wrote it down or not. Um, I, it, anyways, there's a young man in Canada who some girls in his class in the high school were coming to him because they were concerned that some of the boys were using the girls' bathroom. Now, it always amazed me what we're going through in our society, that it's always the guys trying to use whatever the women are involved. I've never hardly ever hear anything about a woman trying to use whatever a man or trying to get involved in a man's sport. You know why? Because they're not physically capable to do that. It shows you the difference right away. So... Girls in high school were coming to him, and he being a, a man's man, he just said, well, I'm going to try and do something about this. So he rallied a protest in their school and uh, uh, just trying to get other students to say, hey, we shouldn't let guys use the girls' bathroom. And he was suspended for that. Now, get this. Not only on top of it, it was a private Catholic school. I, I couldn't believe it. Look it up. It's in, it was in the news in Canada. And it went further. They tried to make it happen and go further. He went back to school the next semester, tried to do more. They actually, it shows several places, actually had him arrested outside the school. All because he wanted women just to be able to use a women's bathroom. You, you wonder what, what's going on in our society, and I really don't fault this person or that person. I almost feel sorry. I'm not making, funny, I'm not making fun of anybody. Or anything. What is happening? The Bible tells us what's happening. Ben was talking about last week, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Being lied to today. And what is happening, why we're being lied to today, and the scripture you're going to look at, is because that spirit of the Antichrist is becoming more and more prevalent in our society. Where are we headed? We should really, you know, it always gets me when I'm driving, or whether it's early in the morning or at rush hour, whatever it might be. Uh, do you ever do this? Do you ever drive down the street and, and you just look at everybody that's driving and you say, and you, if you ever ask yourself this question, where's everybody going? I always do I think, where is everybody going? You know, just cars everywhere. You know, all the time, just go, 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 go. Then where's everybody going? We ask ourselves this question as believers that we do have hope. Where are we headed? We, we know where society is headed because it's getting worse and worse. And all these things we're saying, no, this can't be real. That's why I share with you all the time. Look it up. You'll find it out there. I feel it's my responsibility. It's busy. Some of you are so busy at your jobs. I feel it's my responsibility 
to, to share with you what's going on in the world and, and take it into God's word and see what is real and what is true and how that we have hope no matter what we're going through. Where are we headed? Well, let's look at, in God's word, I want you to look at Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled either by spirit or by word or by letter as if from us as though the day of Christ had come. See, they were, they were concerned. That they were hearing in society, ah, the Lord's already come back. You've missed it. And that's why he wrote Thessalonians, that second book. Let no one deceive you by any means, verse 3, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. The man of sin is revealed and the son of perdition. We are in the place that we're seeing in our society that's happening that, that you and I are being bombarded by all these things that we're hearing. What brings us back gives us strength and where we're headed. It's God's word. God's word. We've gotten away from so many churches have gotten away. What are problems? I so still blame my profession and so much that's going on in our world today because we've gotten away from doctrine. In other words, what is in this book is real and is true and what God said has not changed over thousands of years. Still relevant today. Where we get into trouble is we're seeing when you start listening to other people, you know, I mean, you heard this week, if you didn't, reading how the, the 16th largest bank in the United States failed over, on Friday, if you didn't know that. The 16th largest bank shut its doors because there was a run on the bank, totally went through the, the floor, and it, and it was the worst of any bank failure since 2008. Why? What caused that? Well, we know there's problems behind the scenes. Well, what really caused that? Instead of the people waiting to, for that bank to get its act together, fear. One person told another, told another, told another. They're running a bank that couldn't get their money out, and now they don't know when. They can only get maybe half of it out next week, and it might be three to six months to where they can get their money out. Now, we don't know what's going on in our society, but when you and I hear all this, what happens? You begin to fear. What we have to do is go back to God's word. God's saying, I know you're going to hear all kinds of things on the news. He's saying right there, what, the, the way that they heard more than anything else in that time in society was two. One, word of mouth, and two, by a letter. Those are the two ways that they heard mostly about anything in the days, in biblical days. Now, the way we're hearing it today, you hear it so fast and so much, you can't quite take it in except to be fearful. And that's what I want to encourage you today. Where we're headed, where society's having it, is it's two different things. So God's word continues to tell us, hey, hey, listen up. We're going to see what's taking place, but here's what we need to do. Look at verses 4 through, uh, actually verses 4 and 5. Who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God. 
we talked we talked before many times about the Antichrist, or that is worshipped so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? It is amazing uh, when you're either a new believer or you're a child, you're a kid that some of the things that you remember, it's locked in. You, you remember some of those things that you just never forget them. You just, they're locked in. That's what's so important about you as family is sitting, whether it's one verse around the dinner table or before they go to bed at night, it, it one, just, just instilling that because kids learn so quickly. And, and to get that instilled or new believers can soak up God's word. I never forget, uh, I was talking to somebody how important, if I look back at any other grade that I had in school, uh, sixth grade, I had a teacher, her name was Mrs. Salisbury. And I, I felt so inept on, in, in a lot of things, not knowing I had dyslexic or whatever, whatever was gone, but she would sit in the class after lunch. I don't know how she did it, but she would read, she would read a novel and uh, in front of the class, she'd sit her teeth. I can just visually see it right now, years and years ago. And she would read out, uh, uh, just continue to read for almost an hour. And I would get so caught up in what she was reading that years down the road, I was able to somehow get my mind focused. And I took reading classes. And I had a love for reading because of what she was able to bring to me as a teacher in sixth grade. And I still pull on that today. What I'm sharing with you is remember what God's word is telling you and has told you. And that's the importance of doctrine. That's the importance of picking it up every day, every week. We always talk about five minutes a day changes your day. Just five minutes a day. Because you digest that Remember what I have told you where we are headed, what we just read. God's saying there is coming a time that he's coming back. And after that, there's a tribulation. And the spirit of Antichrist is here. And the Antichrist will come someday. And we see that more than ever in our society. He's saying, remember what I've told you so you don't have to fear for the illustrations and the truths that I shared with you at the beginning. So you don't have to fear about that. You know where you're going. Now, when you're at the grocery store, you're sitting at a light, and you look at the people over here, or you're at the bank, whatever you might be, you know what? I, I tell people that I know that I'm close with, I say, hey, how many people did you see smile this week? Restaurant, grocery store, whatever. It is an uncommon thing that you walk away from situations and that person was smiling. You were like, just a breath of fresh air. Man, that was me. You know, they were really smiling when they were, you know, you know, grocery store, taking our order, whatever it might be. Because people are so focused on what the devil has done has made the spirit of the Antichrist look so big, which we're going to look at in a little bit. Make everything look so big today that's going so bad. What I'm here to share with you today, just the same as... The angels in heaven had a choice to serve God or Satan. The Bible says a third of the angels went with the devil. Did you get that? Just a third. Two-thirds 
stayed with God. And the devil cannot be everywhere. I said before, he's strong and mighty and don't take him as a joke. But he's only one fallen angel. He's powerful. But God is almighty and he is everywhere. God tells us in his word as we read it that we know where we're going. We're going to heaven. And as he continues to say, look what he, what he tells us here in the, in the following verses. And now you know what is restraining that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. It's what I was just sharing. And only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. Why are things not even so much worse than what they could be? You know why? That's because of you. If you're here today or you're watching or you're listening today and you're a believer, you are actually holding back lawlessness. You actually are. You don't, sometimes we don't even really, but I'll give you an example. Some reason, somehow, no, you're not supposed to go to a bar. No, we shouldn't go to a bar, whatever. Anyways, somebody yanks you into a bar, and you end up there. You really don't want to be there, but you're a believer. And all your friends and everybody there going with, you know, family, whoever, drug you in there, you know. You walk in, and everybody's there, but you're a believer, right? Oh, so-and-so's here, right? What? Yeah, I'm just being honest, right? What I'm trying to do is show you the picture. I'm giving you a real picture of that spirit is there and you're coming in as a believer to know that that spirit is there. It's the same way in society. You as a believer push back the evil that is still happening in our world today. We don't quite understand it. Why? That's why the Lord says right in that verse when it comes to the end time, it is a mystery. All the evil that we see going on in a world day is like, like I begin there. Why is that? Why? Why is that happening? I don't get that. It is a mystery where people can actually follow or actually can listen to what I began with today that administration could give that award to a man who should be giving it to a woman, but it's an award for a woman. It was given to a man. What is that? That's a mystery. It's a mystery of lawlessness. It's right where we're at today. What should it bring to us? When we see where we're at, it should give us an urgency and also a hope at the same time. That final verse in verse 8. And then the lawless one who will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. You know what the Lord's saying right there? He's not even going through the whole book. He's saying it in the second chapter. Remember, I want you to remember that the devil's going to come back. He's going to try and destroy the world. He's coming as the Antichrist. He's going to set up his throne through the tribulation. But I want you to know when I come back to the end of tribulation, he's going to have all the armies of the world, all the demons, all the fallen angels, all those who were with him, and just by the speaking of the sword of his mouth, they will all be destroyed. That's what he's saying right there. We need to take a deep breath. I don't like what's going on, neither do you. But the author of confusion is in this world, and we need to bring truth 
and not have to stammer around about it. No, people need to see that we really believe what we believe. So we can give them that truth and they can see clearly because they are confused. And we have clarity when we bring truth. Let's look at one more verse and we'll close. Romans chapter 13, what does the Lord tell us to do then? What, 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 are, we, what are we supposed to do? Romans 13 and verse 11. And do this, knowing the time that now it is high time. Right now, today, the world this year that we live in to awake out of sleep for now our salvation or in other words our completion of our life as a believer is nearer than we ever or when we first believed the night is far spent the day is at hand therefore let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light it's, it's high time that we wake up. And you know, one of the ways that we do, we have that perspective. You know, no matter how dark that we see the world getting, the Lord has a way of showing us that he's still working. If you've been reading in the news lately about what is happening around some of the college campuses in the United States, did it just happen? There are prayer revivals. Just, they're just breaking out. The kids getting together to praying about their own lives and about their country and about people that they love. And it's starting to happen all over the United States. And then all of a sudden, Greg Laurie comes out with a movie about his life and things that happened to him. And that's become a hit. And all the things that we hear about, we know he's one of the greatest evangelists that's living today and how he, his life and what happened when he was growing up. I think he had six fathers, you know, and, and all the different things that happened to him. He started in ministry at Calvary Chapel with Pastor Chuck Smith in Southern California, the way that he started in ministry, you know how he started? Well, you know, uh, Greg, since you just got to say, hey, you know where we really need some help here at the church? We've got a lot of new believers, and before they come into service, they smoke cigarettes before they come into the church, okay? So, you know, it would be great if, if you, Greg, would go out and pick up all the cigarette butts before church started. That's how one of the greatest evangelists in our world today got started. Now, what I'm sharing with you is that in this craziness that we're living in, don't ever underestimate what your friend or your family member or who they can be because of the light that they feel coming from you. That's why we're still here. The only reason, yeah, you're here to raise your family and do what you need to do and all the things we call life. The main reason you're here as a believer is to shine the light of showing the world still who Jesus is and hopefully bringing other people into heaven with us. That's why we're still here. Let me read that last verse again. We're going to close. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put arm the armor of light. This world is still dark. We're still going to live in a dark world. And you know what? I got news for you. It's not going to get any better. 
But you know what? When you have that armor of light on you, you can see. If it's on you tight and all the armor that you have, this brightness that comes off you, you have a discerning spirit. In other words, you know there's some places you should go, you shouldn't, you can see who you should date, who you shouldn't date, who you should marry, who you shouldn't, how you should raise your kids, what you should do, and when you should do it, or job that you should take. God is in control of your life, if we let him. That's the light that this book is a lamp to our feet. Now, how is that? It's because it's so within us that it flies off of us. And when it flies off us, we, we know where we're going. First, we know we're going to heaven. Secondly, we know the Lord's coming back. Saying, you know, if you did the same thing I did late last night or this morning, what would you do? You took your watch or your, your clock at home, and you just, real fast, hour's gone. Boop, here we go. That's life. That's life. What you just actually did yesterday or this morning, that's it. And if we look at life like, man, the night is far spent. We are so close to the Lord coming back. And it puts everything in perspective. Everything. And no matter what the devil tries to throw at you, that light, what it does is repels the darkness. It's the same as you get up in the middle of the night to go to the restroom, to go to the bathroom. It's the same thing. It takes you a second to flick the light switch, right? If you don't, you're going to fall over something. It's just so easy. Open God's word. That light is a discerning spirit. It comes off of you. And life, as we know, is a verse that we know here at City Church. God uses your life and uses you, and you live in a rhythm of grace. There's a smoothness. There's a peace in your life, no matter what you're going through. God is so good. He is so good to us. Let us remember as we go forward and we see the time that we're living in, we still have hope. No matter what we hear on the news, no matter what we hear that's happening in our society, that we are what's holding back evil. And we have the confidence through the doctrine that matters. As Ben shared last week, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And the devil comes to you and to me to steal and to kill and to destroy. And if we just take the time to put the light God's armor on every day. Keep it on. And it's amazing. And even in the craziness that we live in today, how that we can enjoy this. Life. The Bible says, fight the good fight. Know the fight that, you know, get caught up in all this other stuff. Know what matters. Know what to pick your sword up into battle. Know what is the good fight. And you will enjoy this life. And the Bible says God's word, which is true, you, you are a more than a conqueror. In other words, you will win every battle when you let Jesus fight it for you. Let's pray. So our heads are bowed today. I, I, I don't know every week whether you're watching or here. I just know that 
that we need Jesus and that's why you showed up today and that's why you're watching. And I know that where we're headed and, and we have a, a humble confidence, if I can say that, to know that there was a day that we accepted Jesus as our Savior. And, and if you're watching today, will you just pray this prayer with me? Jesus says, tells us the truth, his word, God's word. It's living and it's powerful for whosoever. It means you, it means me, it means anybody in the world. Whether you don't believe, whether you're another religion and you're searching, Jesus said, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So you say, Dallas, what do I have to do? You just take that step of faith. That's why you tuned in. Just take that step of faith and pray with me. So Jesus, I, I don't understand everything, but I need you. And I believe God sent you into this world for me. And Jesus, you lived a perfect life. You put yourself on that cross for me. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to forgive me for all of my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we are so grateful that we are confident in your word that someone has prayed that prayer and there's another name written in heaven. Lord, if there's someone here today, as we always do, may a friend bring a family member, a friend bring a friend, and, then, and I can show them in your word and they can find heaven as their home. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. 
And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.